Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, episode 42. Can you believe it? We're almost nearing the 50-episode mark. I'm so excited, Ah, but we're not quite there yet, so let's focus on episode 42. So before we dive into the episode, which is a unique episode because I'm actually going to be interviewed here versus me doing the interviewing. So we're kind of reversing the roles, putting me in the hot seat. I'm pretty pumped. Y'all have heard from Tanya Silva already. She was the interviewee in episode 38. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you put that on your to-do list for after listening to this episode. Um, And it's just really beautiful. We have a fun back and forth and we talk all about fitness and food and travel. And she asks me a lot of questions about traveling to Disney and how I handled doing that while on a diet. So I know a lot of you are traveling right now. It's summertime and you want to know how to stay on top of your diet and your nutrition. Not necessarily that you're in a dieting phase, but you want to stay, you know, in your maintenance area. You don't want to come back from your vacations having gained 10 pounds. Well, this interview is going to share with you my experience on how I did that and how I work with clients that are also going through similar situations. So I'm super pumped for that. And Quickly, before we dive into this episode, I just want to make a quick announcement. I did a nutrition seminar and kind of workshop a couple months back, and I got a lot of great feedback, and a couple people missed it because it was around the Easter time frame, so it just wasn't great timing. So I'm putting on another workshop. I'm so excited. So it's going to be July 14th from 11 to 12.30 at Sleek Physique in Shreveport, Louisiana. So if you are interested, it is going to be an interactive learning workshop, meaning I'm gonna have some food skills there. I'm gonna teach you how to weigh out some different foods to give you an idea of different portion sizes. And we're gonna talk about the different phases of dieting. So pre-diet, during your diet, and post-diet. You're gonna leave with so much information, so much knowledge, a bunch of checklists and things like that to help you and your loved ones help you get through those phases you know with the most success possible so if you are interested in that it's going to be $30 for any current clients or members of sleek physique and $45 for non-members it will include food and a protein meal so whether you've just worked out or you just need a healthy protein meal throughout the day it's going to be fabulous I promise it'll probably include some of those prep cakes that we talked about in a previous episode with Tess Jose and let me tell y'all if you haven't tried them yet you gotta go check her out they are 
divine and so good, but super high in protein, healthy macronutrients, lots of good fats and good carbs, and oh my gosh, they're like better than the real thing. So just get excited about that. Any, any event with food is a good event, right? Am I right? Anyway, so if you're interested in that, send me an email or go to my website and send me a message from there to make sure that you have a, spot, a space reserved. Again, it's $30 for members, $45 for non-members. It's a 90-minute workshop, so that's a really awesome price for that. It includes food. And the last day that you can sign up for that will be Friday the 13th by 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you're local or you are you know, semi-local and you wanna travel for this, we would love to have you. I can't wait to hear from you. And just shoot me an email and let me know, hey, I wanna come to this event and I'll make sure that you have the PayPal link and that we get you all squared away. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. We're live. Okay. So what we're going to do is, um, okay, so we're live, everybody. The Welcome to the Diet Junkie Show. Um, the Diet Junkie was giant. Diet Junkie Show is created to bring on experts, success stories, and realness in relation to helping women redefine their relationship around food, exercise, and overall self-image so that they can look, feel, and ultimately become the best version of themselves. And today I have a very special guest and a new friend, um, Danny Phillips. And today's topic is staying healthy while traveling, specifically to Disney. So welcome. Thank you so much for being on the Diet Junkie Show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first official interview on this side, so I'm really, really excited to be on the other end today. (laughs) It's so much fun. You definitely need to be on more interviews because you have such um, a powerful, unique message to share and I just want to give a quick intro and just if you want to add anything add it but um, Danny is the creator of the fitness empowerment project she's personal trainer she's a fitness competitor she's competing next week actually I didn't realize that mm-hmm. she's a podcast host an upcoming author and overall just a super passionate amazing woman who just um, is focusing on helping the busy person preneur, busy person just really embrace health, fitness, and wellness into their everyday busy lives. So does that sum it up? Oh my like, gosh, that covers all the things that are going on right now. <laughs> At least on the business side, personal is something else. <laughs> yeah, well that that's, you know, we're just trying to share that message with people. But yes. actually um, tying into the first thing that I wanted to ask you is that you mentioned that you have um, the Fitness Empowerment Project. I went on your podcast last week and that's kind of really how we met through the podcasting why like stock messaged you on Instagram like hey I want to be on your show oh, but I'm so glad you did <laughs> <laughs> and it was just such a great time and then I'm like wait a second you have such such amazing things to share as well with my my audience and I think they'll really be helpful but you had mentioned that you were shifting over right now you're rebranding from this whole fitness empowerment project to focusing more on um the busy person on the go who wants to achieve like a healthy and fitness life, like what inspired you to make that that transitional shift of this rebranding recently? Yes, such a great question. So I've been kind of really into the social media aspect of things and trying to push out content through video, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, um, audio on podcasting, things like that for about maybe two plus years. And 
empowerment was always something that was super important to me. Um, little background story, I'm a hospitality major, so I majored in hotel restaurant management in college, and one of my first college jobs was being um, working at a hotel in um, kind of the banquet section, and the general manager of the hotel always had weekly meetings with us, and his big push was empowerment to the employees. He never wanted a customer or guest to come up to the front desk or to anyone and have that employee say, hold on just a minute, let me grab a manager. He wanted to always push that empowerment down to the employees to ensure that they could handle just about any situation that came their way, whether that was comping a guest for you know, a food reservation or a night in the hotel or just doing whatever they needed to to take care of that person. And that just really resonated me with resonated with me in everything that I did and so I just wanted to carry over that empowerment and so while that's still a broad focus of everything that I do I found that we really have to be so much more niche in the way that we approach people today because everybody wants something so specific and so by just saying I provide fitness empowerment it doesn't seem to be enough anymore because it's attracting too many people and I can I can't necessarily work my best with everybody. I can only work my best with the right kind of people and the right people who are attracted to me, which I am very, very resourceful at making sure my health and fitness and my nutrition are a priority in a very, very, very busy on the go lifestyle. And so everybody these days, we're so busy. There's just not enough time in the day. I know we all have the same 24 hours in the day, but how do we make the most of those 24 hours? How do we incorporate enough personal time to include the workouts, to include the right nutrition, to take enough time to focus on those things so that the rest of our 24 hours can be best spent on taking care of everybody else? And so that's really why I'm making that shift. It's because I want to become more specific and more directed to the right type of client so that I can give better results to the people who really want them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and need them too. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's I love how you're getting real more niche focused. And I think like in the beginning, when any anybody wants to start like getting in the industry, everybody wants to just help everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? But then you realize the more that's why I'd mentioned like you really are an expert in what you do because you can really see that experts finally come to the realization that wait a second. I can help generally just about anybody, but this, these are the people that I can best serve. So I really like, you know, um, appreciate that in you. It's a great, great trait to have. Yeah. Um, you were saying that, um, that, so there's a saying that goes like what we teach is what we need to learn and what we learn is what we teach. Is that, is that pretty much, cause I know you had just said like, you're just super busy and you're fitting in this like health and fitness and wellness. Is that why it's so passionate about you? Like actually teaching that segment. I mean, I just love that. Yes. Quote. I mean, yeah, that's a huge part of it. And it, it kind of only makes sense, right? Like why would I teach something that I don't practice? Like, you know, practice what you, yeah, practice what you preach, right? And the same thing. For a lot of people do that, yeah, though. I know. It <laughs> but it's like, so once you, if you yeah. learn something and you immediately can implement it, then you say, oh my gosh, that was so powerful. It was easy to implement and it was actionable and it worked. Why am I not sharing this with everybody else? So if I find that it's working for me, I'm doing a disservice to everybody else that I'm working with if I don't immediately share that with them. And I think, I think, like I said, it just only makes sense. 
I mean, mm. I, I practice flexible dieting or structured flexibility. I like to track my calories. I like to track my macros. So it wouldn't necessarily make sense for me to do a lot of teaching, though I can, on how to be very intuitive with food because at this point in time in my life, I, I don't do that. I think I well, could. Well, you're a competitor. You're a, bikini, yeah. <laughs> you're a bikini competitor. And, and I explain to people, like, that is a sport. And it's a, it's, yes. a, it's a really tough sport. Not everybody's cut out to do it. So you're just knowing yourself. And you're competing next week. I am. I'm leaving a week from yesterday to fly out to New Jersey. So I'm really excited. I'm really tired. But I, <laughs> I'm excited. You feel ready? Well, you're glowing. You've got a lot of energy considering I everything do. that you're it's well, I mean, I have to say I'm having a really large caffeine intake these days. If y'all aren't watching this and you're listening to audio later, I'm holding a coffee mug. <laughs> my caffeine intake is a little crazy right now, but this is my third season competing. So now I have two seasons under my belt and three different coaches for various reasons. So three different perspectives that I can now apply to my approach to competing. And I found that every year it has gotten easier and easier because I've found more efficient and more effective ways to properly diet and to properly maintain a level of leanness in my off season so that it's not so difficult to diet down in my quote unquote on season or my prep season. So for example, mm. this year I'm eating a whole lot more than I was last year. And I'm last year I was eating a whole lot more than I was the year before, but at the same time achieving more specific and more defined results. So there's definitely a, a strategy to it. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Tell us how that how that intertwines with like your travel. Like, I know a lot of times that um, one of the biggest fears that people have with making that lifestyle shift is that they feel that they have to sacrifice and give up things like eating out and traveling. Mm -hmm. And do you know what I mean? And in I order do. to make that shift, so how um, how are you able to do it? Such a great question, and it did not happen overnight. Now, I didn't really pay much attention to my nutrition until I started bodybuilding. I kind of just figured I could, as long as I worked out, I could eat whatever I wanted. And I, I felt like I was always very athletic, but looking back, there's a huge difference in my physique because I now have a focus on nutrition. But the biggest difference when it comes to traveling and staying on point is planning ahead and not it's a mindset shift so we are I, and i think it's going to take time but we are in a society where going out to eat is not necessarily a luxury anymore it is more of a commonplace we go out to eat almost daily mo most people and most of my clients that i've found daily so it's not a luxury anymore but we also have this mindset that when we go on vacation everything goes out the window. There's no other option. Like we're on vacation, so we're just gonna eat whatever we want and we're not gonna work out. And like, it's a completely different approach to your nutrition and to your fitness. And I, I think that's a, sh a shift that we need to start making is, oh, we're going on vacation? Okay, like how do I just continue on with my normal daily life? And so for me, it's come down to planning. So my family's, we're, we're Disney junkies. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to, yeah, and Disney is, I think, um, well, you, I haven't been to Disney since I was a kid, but, like, Disney, I think, is known as, like, one of the most challenging places to actually stay on track with your food. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't been in there, so I can't say from experience since I was little, 
but tell us a little bit about like the inside of that. Yes. So for anybody else out there who absolutely loves Disney, my family goes a couple times per year and we, my husband and I went for our honeymoon in January of 2018. I've kind of had this idea for a while that I wanted to write this book on nutrition. And when I went to Disney in January, I said, okay, this is what I have to do this on because I'm a body, I do, you know, I compete in bodybuilding. I have to make this a lifestyle, but I don't want to feel like I have to only eat home cooked meals prepped in my own house. Like they super, super, you know, quote unquote clean. Um, I want to be able to go out and enjoy the atmosphere and spend time with friends and family and feel like I can go do these other things. So we went in January and that's when kind of the gears started turning because I knew I was going to go back in May to celebrate my sister's graduation from high school. So I started thinking, all right, what do I need to research? Where are we staying? Do, does this place have a gym? Like, does this hotel have a gym? Where are we doing restaurants? What does my food regimen need to look like? What does my sleep regimen need to look like? And so in the same way that you have to book your hotel, maybe three to six months in advance, book your reservations at different Disney princess castles six months in advance, you have to start doing that with your food intake too. And it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's, it's easy, but it's, it's simple. A lot of this stuff is time consuming. You have to put some time into it, but your health is worth that. And if you want to go to Disney or go on vacation and not come back 10 pounds heavier, then you need to keep things fairly similar to what you do on a normal daily basis. So for example, I get up and I work out every morning. So when I was at Disney, I made sure that I planned into my routine that I got up and I went to the gym every morning. It wasn't the best workout of my life because it was a different gym that may have been limited compared to usual, but I still got up, I still went, I still put in some work. And when it comes to food, I, like right now, I kind of eat between 6 a.m. and about 6 p.m., give or take. So I didn't, I didn't set myself up to go out to any late night dinners or any late night firework displays. So I kind of told my family if they had anything planned for after 6 p.m. not to include me. And I didn't, you know, I didn't do it in a rude way. I just said, hey, like, I have to stay on this regimen. And you kind of set the expectation, like, this is my regimen, this is what I need to stick to. And if they understand that beforehand, then when the time comes for you to part ways and go do your own thing, everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we already talked about this. And it's mm -hmm. kind of then built into their mind. So setting that expectation and planning ahead of what you're going to do, that makes such a huge difference so like all the planning you want it done beforehand so that way it's not a stressor when you get to disney world and you think oh my god all of these treats and these cookies and these candies are you know right in front of me and they're pumping out these scents from the different buildings and i just want to eat everything in sight you already have it planned out ahead of time mm -hmm. i'm gonna have one fun treat per day where do i want that fun treat to come from do i want to have the frozen Mickey Mouse bar, or do I want to have dessert at the restaurant Disney Princess dinner tonight? And so you kind of have to pick and choose your battles. You can't eat everything in sight, or you are going to come back 10 pounds heavier, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, another really interesting thing that, again, I think we just don't think of when we're going out on vacation because it's we just haven't put that in our mindset yet is to ask for modifications. And a really cool example of this was a Disney Princess brunch that we went to in Norway at Epcot. 
they will bring out this, like it's a huge buffet. They have everything you can imagine. They bring out this huge platter to your table that has whole eggs and sausage and bacon and cheddar cheese potatoes and like all of these really rich high fat high protein as well but high fat foods that maybe you usually have one or two of those things but you don't have five or six or seven of those things and so to have that huge platter is a little bit overwhelming and yes you want to you know quote unquote get your money's worth is what a lot of people think they're like oh you know going to Disney, this is going to be expensive. I may as well eat my money's worth. But mm. ask the question. So I asked the waitress if the chef was able to make me some egg whites. And she kind of looked at me funny. Like, they're not used to getting questions like that. But if we start yeah. asking them more often, they'll start expecting it. And they were, in fact, able to make me a huge bowl of egg whites. And so instead of having whole eggs and bacon and sausage, I had a bowl of egg whites and I had one piece of bacon and one piece of sausage. So I still had a little bit of kind of those more fun, indulgent foods, but I made sure I had that lean, high-protein source that I normally keep in my everyday diet. So it's finding little ways to just ask for modifications or ask for a little bit of something extra on the side or ask mm -hmm. for my salad dressing on the side. Little things like that here and there that we just don't think of when we're on vacation because we think, well, we're on vacation. Let's just get whatever they have and indulge in everything. But we don't have to do that. And oftentimes if we do do that, we don't feel very good afterwards because we're not used to eating those kinds of foods all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think I really love how you said like pretty much what you're doing is it's like anything like you're taking responsibility for the way of not only how you feel but how you want to feel like thinking of the outcome of not uh, you kept mentioning like when you get back like not being 10 pounds heavier and I, I chuckle because it really <laughs> is like the 10 pounds, you know, like five, yes. seven, 10 pounds that people are always complaining about. So I think that that's a really um, huge golden nugget you gave was about that, about always thinking of the outcome of how you want to feel. And then also taking that responsibility and you have these things that you put in your book of these strategies and these techniques of like modification, planning ahead, mm -hmm. knowing your schedule. Um, and did you just go to, Dis you were just in Disney. Like, I did, I was there a month ago. Mm -hmm. So that would be a month out before your competition. What was your like greatest like struggle going there, <laughs> knowing that you're going to compete in one month and being on, well, besides of what the tips that you just said? Yes. Well, again, it took a lot of planning ahead and fortunate. Well, so this was interesting. So I ended up, my parents live about five hours south of me and my, my mom and my sister went to Disney. They drove to Disney. And for different reasons, I was not able to drive with them. So I, I flew there, I drove down, I flew there with some friends and then I ended up driving back. So I, I brought a lot of food with me even though I flew. <laughs> um, and most of it, the biggest thing for me was staying on point with my supplements, which I don't take a ton of supplements, but I take, um, I have, I don't wanna say I have anxiety, but I get really, my brain just doesn't like to shut off at night. So I take GABA or gamma aminobutyric acid at night in addition to melatonin to help me just rest a little bit easier, kind of get some stress relief in there. Um, so I, making sure I had those, I take turmeric every day and what else do I take? Um, ashwagandha, which is a, an Indian root that again helps kind of with 
calming and peacefulness and, and you can get that at GNC or you know Whole Foods you can get that pretty much anywhere but I, I take a couple of these really key supplements that help kind of keep my stress levels down and I, I ran out of one of them the day before I left and I forgot to replace it until halfway through my trip I was like why am I not losing weight why am I not maintaining because I had started to bump up a couple of pounds and I that was stressing me out and so once I kind of sat down I was like okay what is different right here from what I was doing at home? And I kind of started to narrow down like what my usual regimen is and what was missing from my regimen. I was like, well, it's not the exercise because I'm still doing that and it's still effective. I'm, you know, I'm walking around like crazy because, yeah. you know, it's Disney. It's just huge. So you are walking around all Lots the time. Lots of exercise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cardio for sure. Yes. That low intensity, steady state. So it wasn't the exercise. And then I started looking at the food and unfortunately my mom was awesome enough to go to Whole Foods in Orlando and pick up some food for me. One of the things she picked up, I had asked her to pick up some plain grilled chicken. And usually I get the plain grilled chicken that's kind of in their like deli section that they just kind of make every day. And what she had picked up for me was a packaged grilled chicken. So while it was still plain, it was packaged, meaning it was slightly processed in a way. And so I had been eating that for a couple of days and kind of recognizing, okay, I am too close to my show to be eating this processed food because it's it's processed. If it's processed, then your body has a harder time, you know, processing it through your digestive yeah. system. So I stopped eating that chicken, ended up going to a grocery store there and getting some egg whites and some fresh grilled chicken and again, kind of bringing it back to a little bit cleaner foods. And I would bring those foods with me to the park. So I'd bring some hard boiled eggs and put those on top of a salad or I'd bring that grilled chicken and throw that on top of a salad. I would bring my own salad dressing to make sure it was a lower calorie, you know, higher protein, lower fat type of salad dressing that fit my nutrition needs. Um, so little things like that, but really the biggest part of rec it was recognizing that something was off and then going back through and figuring out what's missing mm -hmm. from what's standing out, like what's not the same from my normal regimen. Mm. I love it. So, um, you can bring food into the parks. <laughs> like everything. Yeah. I was like, I didn't realize that. I guess nowadays with all the food sensitivities and food allergies, mm -hmm. um, that they would allow that. that I've been told that you're not supposed to bring like coolers in with you unless you're a diabetic and you have specific allergy needs. So I didn't bring a, a giant cooler. I had like a little cooler bag that probably fit two meals in it, two meals and a snack, and I was able to put that in a backpack. Now, yeah. they definitely had no idea what my food scale was, and they kind of looked at me going through security, and they're like, do we need to call this in? I was like, please don't take my food scale. <laughs> it, it, it worked out okay, but it was entertaining to watch them look at it like what is this <laughs> you know it's so funny you reminded me through about like fitness and traveling do you remember do you um are you familiar with six pack bags you know the six pack yes. bags like the purses and you open them up and you can they're like coolers in yes there. I have those one. are yeah those are cool I had one and then I broke it and then I just didn't redo it but <laughs> so I was traveling one time and I forgot I had a knife and a fork in there, like a like a real knife. Oh no! And they stopped me and they started like checking and I was like, oh no, that was for my food. And they're like, man, you can't bring like knives into the airport <laughs> through security check-in. 
but yeah, I had that in there. It was like hiding in the bag and like tearing my bag up. And oh, that's so, so be frustrating. While you're traveling to the parks of bringing your utensils. You know, it's so <laughs> funny that you say that. The, I think the part about that that would have irritated me the most was that I would have gotten home and I would have been like down a set of silverware. Like I would not have a matching <laughs> amount of silverware anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, you know, like you can't cut certain things with like plastic stuff and I mm -hmm. you know whatever so that story just reminded me of that in the six-pack bags they're, they're six-pack bags those are cool because you can easily like they're backpacks too you can sneak Tupperware yeah. stuff in there that's really funny yeah I don't um, have the backpack one although my uncle just got me a backpack it's not a six-pack brand but it's Titan deep freeze so I'm like super excited he got this for me and it just arrived really? yesterday what's in there how do you what's in that thing like is there like a, um, it's, just, oh, it's, a cooler. it's just one bit big deep pocket but it's like a backpack so I'm pretty pumped to bring it with me next weekend what's in the inside part nothing, nothing. I mean like the little zip part so, I mean, it's, it's a, demoing. Hopefully, you're an affiliate of this, so you can start getting some credit. After I, the I show. wish. No, I'm not. Um, it's just a little front cooler pocket, but I mean, they're both insulated with a nice little silver, you know, like a cooler bag lining, and then there's two pockets on the side for drinks. So, I'm excited. I think that's going to make it a lot easier because it's honestly it's hard to travel through the airport with the bigger six pack bags. I mean, unless you're rolling it on your suitcase. And of course, once you check your bag, you don't have the suitcase to put it on. So instead of having all that weight on one shoulder, I'm excited to have the backpack. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, the literally like traveling with food. I mean, do you travel a lot? I don't really travel a lot. I do, about once a month it seems. Yeah, so when you're traveling and you're taking your food in all these bags, like it's really not good for your form. You're kind of like, like I remember I was doing, when I was using my cooler bag, I was having it over here, and that's why the backpacks are so much better. Mm -hmm. Like I was like pulling like here, and then my shoulders were getting all messed up, and then this shoulder was rounding more forward. So is that why you do the backpack? Well, this is the first time I've had the backpack, so I'm excited to try that out. But I mean, yes, it does. I mean, yeah, that the cooler bags do pull on the shoulder. So what I will try to do is keep my purse on one side and my cooler bag on the other to try to even out the weight difference. <laughs> and I've, I've always been really cautious of my form. I've had some back injuries in the past. And so I've just always been very aware of that. So I haven't found any issues, but I do try to even out that weight balance. That way I'm not you know, walk in side to side. And that's, I try to actually implement that with a lot of my personal training clients where I have them do more of like functional exercises where they're walking or doing lunges with a weight only on one side to force them to walk upright. Cause you think about it, you've got groceries in one hand when you go to the grocery store and you constantly got a weight or your purse pulling on one side, we need to, we need to correct that. So mm -hmm. squirrel moment there. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's great. That's great information. Like people don't think of it like that. And also incorporating that functional strength training into the workout where it's really everyday things like while you're traveling, bringing your food with you, the big purses, especially women, you know, we like, mm -hmm. there's a lot going on with the, with what we have to do and prepping, you know, prepping for everything. Yes. Um, Gosh, I feel like there's just so many really awesome things that we had covered. I mean, um, tell us uh, more about your book. Um, so is this available yet? What's the What phase of the process are you in with writing this travel book? Great question. It's not available yet. However, 
I just spoke with a virtual assistant who happens to be local in my area yesterday who's gonna help me with the editing process. So I'd say it's about 75% complete. This first ebook on healthy Disney living, I don't have an exact title for it yet, we're working on that. It's gonna focus on Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and the Orlando Airport. Cause be, let's face it, if you're not driving there, most people are flying into the Orlando Airport. And a lot of times you're gonna fly in early in the morning or late at night and you're gonna stop and you're gonna eat somewhere. So I really wanted to start off your vacation with let's figure out exactly what we have available to us while we're still in the airport. You know, that's that's part of your vacation. That's part of your lifestyle. That's part of your day. You need to think about it just like you would if you were actually in the parks. So I'm excited. I'm going through that right now. That's kind of what I've been working on this whole week is going through figuring out which restaurants are available at the airport, what sections they're in, what times they're open, and whether they have nutrition facts available or not. And if they are available, a lot of these places have a downloadable PDF for the nutrition facts and for the allergy information. So I'm making sure all of those links are really easily available and all in one place for the reader. And then as I had started this process, I was thinking, oh, I'll just do one book on Disney. Oh no, <laughs> there is so much information on Disney. It is just not possible. So I went with, okay, everybody's probably gonna go to Magic Kingdom. And if you're a foodie, you're gonna hit up Epcot because that World Showcase is really where the majority of the exciting okay. foods are. So that's what this first volume is gonna cover. They have the um, the food and wine festival every year in, when is it, in August or? Yeah, it's in the early fall. I have never been to it. When yeah, I, I believe in... it's August or September, but it's an entire like food and wine festival like every year. Mm -hmm. I haven't been either. One of my best friends, she goes every year. They live in Orlando. Maybe I'll stop there this year. Yes. I mean, you live a lot closer than I do. You should definitely hit that up. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a four-hour drive. It's still like I could even fly there too. It's like yeah. it, it is drivable, yeah. but still four hours is still You'd have to make driving. a weekend out of it for sure. Yes. I would say like three, four days for yeah. that. That's like an eight-hour there and back. So yeah. yeah that that's like a whole day. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> and we know four hours of driving is tiring, even for road trippers, so. Yes. But yes, yes so I'm, I'm excited um, about that. And then, you know, hopefully, the kind of like in my mind, this tentative long-term plan is this is volume one. The next one will be focused on Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And then the next one will be focused on um, the, what is it called? I wanna, I, I wanna call it Downtown Disney, but it's called Disney Springs now. So Disney really? Springs, okay. mm -hmm. and then at some point get to all the resorts, and then there's just so much, and it's ever-changing, so I feel like they're, again, going to have to be relaunched almost every couple of years because there will be so many updates, but at least the foundation will be there after this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you have, like, the, I mean, the main structure is a structure. Like, when it comes down to, like, strategies and a blueprint and a formula, and then the guidelines, but then when you're actually, it sounds like you're even getting deeper into the like specifics of the specific restaurants that are available of what you recommend. Only almost like um, you know people go and they do like food testing and sampling. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're even like getting into that realm and uh, really I like it. I mean, I want to provide information that you can't yeah. get anywhere else. And literally some of these things, unless you are there physically trying the food with your food scale like me, weighing it out, asking 
the general managers and the waiters and the waitresses these kind of awkward questions, you don't know. I mean, these menus are changed so frequently and the chefs create these meals in such a batch content, they don't have the nutrition facts. And it just might not be worth their time because it's such a frequent changeover. But to know where you can ask for modifications, who will and won't give you the modifications, that's what this is for. If you want to understand, you know, if you are tracking like me and you want to know what can I have when I go places, this is going to be the book for you. And even if you don't, just to understand, you know, where can I ask for a healthier alternative or what is the healthier alternative that they offer? Like just to know that in Epcot at the France and um, Italy pavilions, you can't get low fat or non-fat coffee. Like you get full fat milk. <laughs> that is your option. That's your one option. <laughs> and it's good, but it's nice to know yeah. that when you go up to order coffee from there, you're not going to get fat-free milk. They don't have it. So, Do they have almond milk? Don't think so. almond milk? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess not if because – but yeah, I mean, you know, it is good to know – where you're going and what they have because if you go there you can end up spending so much time wasted just trying to figure out a place to go you can have something and then by the time you do that you're starving mm -hmm. and then you're just like whatever I'm too hungry and I'm hangry yes I'm gonna kill somebody so give me some food because <laughs> right? you're sugar. then you want sugar yes and you just so want to then eat everything it's all downhill. in sight yes so I mean I want to prevent that for folks I want to give you the tools that way if you find this ebook while you're on the airplane you know, it's not too late. Does it help to plan six months in advance? Absolutely, but if you read this the day before, you're gonna have enough information to help you out along the way. And so that this, I mean, this is supposed to be the, the plan that I have worked out with my, my assistant is to have it available for pre-launch in July. So then towards the end of July, maybe early August, just depending on some things, it will be available for purchase on Amazon and Kindle publishing and maybe a few other different avenues. So I'll keep people posted. The information will definitely be, um, I'll be posting it on my YouTube channel. It'll be on my Instagram. It'll be on my website. It'll be anywhere you can find me. The updates will be there. Awesome. That's so exciting. That's really awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm nervous because it's my first book, but I'm excited. <laughs> you're getting it out there and you're you're very passionate about it and you actually have are like in it and actually I mean if you can do that at an extreme as a competitor and be successful then I'm sure you're going to just help mainstream people who just are tired of of um being fearful almost of traveling because they work so hard yes. to maybe they've hired a trainer maybe they just shit, uh, shit. <laughs> all this shit happening. <laughs> shifted. They right. just shifted. Um, you know, they just shifted their entire lifestyle, and then people literally are afraid. They are yes. because they 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 don't know being taken from their new routine to then traveling, and and it's scary. But it's great to have the tools and resources and something like this, especially at a place like Disney. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. It's There is a, an unspoken fear there. It's like, I finally got it together, and this is going to throw it all off track, and I don't, you know, it's one extreme or the other. It's one side of the pendulum or the other. There's We are going to find the in-between, and we're going to be proactive about it versus reactive. So we're going to help people out. It's going to be amazing. 
Yeah, I'm I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I'm like proud of you. I don't, I'm just like met you, but I'm like proud of you. Oh, really? thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> so proud of you. No, because a lot of people talk. You know, there's one thing about talking and another about actually doing and providing. So mm-hmm. it's really awesome. Um, so, I mean, gosh, I feel like we covered so much. I can't believe I'm, like, looking at the time. I'm like, God, we covered so much in just, like, 30 minutes. Um, we both talk if, fast. If <laughs> well, I was trying to, like, I'm getting better at, like, allowing my guests to speak and me not, like, speaking so much. So I hope that went well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel like we've had a good back and forth. <laughs> Perfect. Um, if there's one golden nugget of information, like a takeaway, like one tip, because I feel like you've, you've covered so many like different areas and you spoke a lot about your book and like, if there's like one thing Mm. for something you want somebody to take out of this entire conversation, what's like that one golden nugget? Well, I've talked about some of this stuff so far and Okay, I'm trying to. I wrote. I wrote down like a couple of key things, and I've talked about okay, most so of them. Okay, share a couple. Yeah, I'll yeah, share kind of my couple takeaways. Whatever. Yeah. So, recap. yeah. So a recap. One I wrote down was plan ahead, meaning, well, buy buy my book because it's going to help you. But know where you're staying. Like when you go through the process of booking your hotel of booking the parks and deciding where you're going to be each day, of booking your different reservations. Just tack on to that. Plan out your food and beverages. Plan out your workouts. Incorporate those into your day. Instead of thinking, I'm only at Disney for four days, I need to get everything in possible and we'll just worry about you know workouts and food when we get back in town. No, incorporate it. Make it a part of your experience because you're gonna enjoy your experience more when you take care of yourself and your body while you're there. And you're not gonna come home from your Disney experience and feel like it wasn't magical because you physically don't feel well. (laughs) So we want- The kingdom wasn't so magical. Right? I don't want you to resent your magical experience by the time you finished with it. I want you to get home and say, that was amazing. I feel like I could do it again. So that that's my one big thing, plan ahead. But understanding that you can't do it all. You absolutely, you can't do it all in one day. You can't do it all in one trip. And you shouldn't force yourself to do that. Because if you think that you are going to go to a park and you're going to get there for the early magic hours before the park opens and you're going to stay for late magic hours after the park closes and you're going to try to get everything in, you are going to be so tired, so exhausted. You're going to be hangry. You are not going to be fun for the other people you are there with. And it's not going to be a fun experience. So don't set yourself up for failure by trying to do it all at once. Set yourself up for success by touching on those key rides, those key restaurants and things that you want to try. Enjoy the heck out of them. And then know that you will be able to come back again. Disney's not going anywhere, you know. (laughs) And then I think a third thing is be consistent as far as like think about what your what your regimen is at home. So if you're somebody that gets up at 8 a.m., gets to work by 9 or 10, and you don't eat until lunchtime, then don't set yourself up for failure by scheduling 
9 a.m. character breakfast every morning that you're at Disney because your body's not used to eating at 9 a.m. Schedule yourself for a character afternoon lunch so that you start eating at the same time that your body normally starts eating. If you normally go to bed at 9, don't schedule yourself to be at a restaurant at 8.30 p.m. and then go to a fireworks show every night because you're going to be exhausted. You're going to throw your body off of its normal schedule. So while you're at Disney, it's kind of like, oh, it's a one-time only experience you know recognize that's not necessarily the case and while you should consider doing a few things that are outside of your normal regimen it doesn't have to be that way every single day mm. those are awesome those are great great tips thank you yeah i hope so or great golden nugget <laughs> yes <laughs> awesome well thank you so much uh for being on i feel like we covered so much and i know that this is going to hopefully give some insight to our audience and then um, where can people find you? Where can they reach you? How can they feel up, uh, be updated on when your the book is actually out? And uh, how do they how do they connect with you? Yes, awesome. I am so excited to connect with everybody. So I'm I'm big on Instagram. I'm on there every day, interacting with people. So it's at Danny Phillips, and that's spelled D A N Y E P H I L L I P S. And same for YouTube. Everything was kind of fitness empowerment by Danny, but like we talked about in the beginning, I've done some rebranding and so I've shifted a lot of things back to my name. So my YouTube channel is now Danny Phillips, spelled the same way. My website is still fitnessempowermentbydanny.com and you can get to my YouTube channel and my podcast and my Instagram through my website as well. And what else? I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, my podcast. So, I mean, you can find my podcast on my website, but you can also find it on iTunes. You can find it on your Apple podcast app on your phone. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Google Play, Pocket Cast, Outcast, Anchor, all the places. And you can see all the different places it's available on the website as well. So, and that's, that's still the fitness empowerment podcast, but I was just going to say that that name is a little different. That's the fitness empowerment podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Um, thank you so much for being on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a treat. Yes, this was a treat. This is, it was fun to, again, be on the other side of the screen. (laughs) Yeah. A little easier, huh? A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you guys, thank you so much for being on. There's a comment box below. Leave a comment, share this. If you find value and you feel that other people will benefit from it, there's so much great information, especially right now during the summertime where everybody's traveling really. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like it and let us know that you really, whatever content you want to receive, just leave that comment down below. And in the meantime, remember to look feel and be your best today and we will see you in the next episode bye beautiful bye everyone beautiful tanya again thank you so much for having me on the diet junkie show i absolutely loved this experience and i'm just so grateful that i was able to be on the flip side of the interviewing so that was just a ton of fun shout out to you love you girl and can't wait to see where your podcast and everything goes in the future And everybody else, thank you so much for being here. Again, if you are interested in that nutrition workshop I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, send me an email, danny at thedietdoc.com or head to my website, fitnessempowermentbydanny.com and you can send me a message through there that just says, hey, I'm interested, how do I sign up and make sure that I have a space available? And then other than that, don't forget, I do have my Healthy Disney eBook coming out 
probably towards the end of this month. It's going through some editing phases right now. It will be available on Kindle and Amazon. So I'm super, super excited about that. So stay posted here and on Instagram and on YouTube for more information. If you love talking about Disney and you haven't seen my YouTube channel yet, go check it out. The last five videos have been all dedicated to Disney vlogging and how to eat healthy and how to track your macros and things while at Disney World. So specifically Epcot, mostly Epcot. There were three days at Epcot, one day at Magic Kingdom and one day at Animal Kingdom. So if you're a Disney lover, make sure you check that out. And I'm gonna let y'all go. I will talk to you on Wednesday for the next solo episode. And I'm really excited to see you there. So have a wonderful evening. I hope you all had a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.